The Mind Your Own Business Act, introduced into Congress on October 17, 2019, would protect Americans' privacy, allow consumers to control the sale and sharing of their data, give the FTC, Federal Trade Commission, the authority to be an effective cop on the beat, and spur a new market for privacy-protecting services. The bill also threatens to put top executives behind bars for up to 20 years if their companies are caught lying to authorities about having misused Americans' personal information. It also proposes that those companies face special tax penalties tied to executive salary. The Federal Trade Commission, the nation's main privacy and data security regulator, currently lacks the authority and resources to address and prevent threats to consumers' privacy. What the Mind Your Business Act allows the FTC to do. It allows them to not track systems that lets consumers stop companies from tracking them on the web, selling or sharing data, or targeting advertisements based on their personal information give consumers a way to review the personal information a company has about them and learn with whom it has been shared or sold, as well as to be able to challenge inaccuracies within it. Lastly, it allows them to establish minimum privacy and cybersecurity standards. But what are threats people face? Information about consumers, including their location information and the websites they visit, is tracked, sold, and monetized without their knowledge. Consumers have no effective way to control companies' use and sharing of their data. The passing of the Mind Your Own Business Act would affect Mark Zuckerberg, the creator of Facebook, who believes in the freedom of expression and delivered a speech on the freedom of expression at Georgetown University last October. Ron Wyden from FTC proposed for a new bill draft. He, the bill states, it requires companies to provide a one-click solution to consumers to opt out of the tracking, sharing, or selling of their personal information, particularly for targeted ads. It also calls for free privacy-friendly versions of major tech products to be provided to low-income Americans who qualify for federal phone and broadband subsidies. Wyden stated, You know, my sense is that Mark Zuckerberg is not going to take Americans' privacy seriously unless he and others in these positions face personal consequences. He also stated last year in an interview with CNN that Zuckerberg needs to feel personal consequences in order to take privacy seriously. On the opposing side, Republicans have strongly opposed including a private right of action and federal legislation and have pushed for federal law to preempt state laws such as California's. The California Consumer Privacy Act the California Consumer Privacy Act, CCPA, enacted in 2018, creates new consumer rights relating to the access to, deletion of, and sharing of personal information that is collected by businesses. 
It also requires the Attorney General to solicit broad public participation and adopt regulations to further the CCPA's purposes. The proposed regulations would establish procedures to facilitate consumers new rights under the CCPA and provide guidance to business for how to comply. The Attorney General cannot bring an enforcement action under the CCPA until July 1st of 2020. Currently, we are all being affected by the global pandemic with COVID-19. The government has rarely ever involved itself so deeply in the business of businesses. Due to the historic drop-off in economic activity, the bill temporarily transfers financial responsibility from private industry to the federal government. This is a controversial proposition in normal times, but one lawmakers deem necessary now. As companies, large and small, from airlines and big banks to nail salons and brew pubs, face unprecedented hardships. The ripple effects have already sent millions of Americans into unemployment. The $2 trillion coronavirus rescue package that the Senate passed on Wednesday will place thousands of businesses and millions of workers on federally funded life support. The government will pay the wages of some workers who remain on their company's payrolls. It will sustain other workers who have lost their jobs with checks that are as large as, or larger than, what they were earning before they were laid off. And it will soften the blow for some of the company's largest corporations from going into bankruptcy, with taxpayers taking shares in those companies as collateral. The government's intervention will come in a variety of ways, including direct payments to individuals and businesses, loans which the government agrees to backstop losses, and equity stakes in companies. But at what cost? There are limits on executive pay and provisions that require companies receiving assistance to maintain employment at levels at 90% of what they were. Businesses with 500 or fewer employees will get loans directly from banks to cover more than two months of payroll and some other operating expenses. With the government paying off the balance so long as the companies either do not lay off workers or rehire ones they've already let go. The government will inject more than $60 billion into the airline industry, including $25 billion in grants to pay employees of passenger airlines and $4 billion for those who work at cargo airlines. In addition, about $17 billion have been set aside largely for Boeing which because of two deadly crashes was troubled before the virus brought many commercial flights to a standstill. How will this affect different companies? Not all businesses will be eligible for help, and not every eligible company will agree to the government's terms. And some industries, including cruise lines and energy companies, were left on the sidelines. The major cruise companies appear not to qualify for loans because they are domiciled outside the United States and their employees are spread across the world. Companies that borrow money are forbidden to repurchase their stock or pay dividends during the loan and for a year after it is repaid. 
they must not cut staffing by more than 10% through the end of September. Loans to small businesses with 500 employees or fewer are limited to $10 million. Loans to cover salaries of over $100,000 wouldn't qualify for forgiveness and businesses must demonstrate that they had not recently laid off employees or a smaller amount of the loan would be subject to forgiveness. Businesses would not have to repay loans covering up eight weeks worth of payroll expenses. That means that once businesses receive their loans, they'll have to use the money within two months to avoid repaying it. They also can't pay any employee more than $10,000 in those two months if they want that amount to be forgiven. With all this being said, big businesses are also not willing to allow the government so much control, no matter how much they need help. Although, online companies and certain businesses are able to continue their work, multiple limitations are being put in place for the safety of their consumers. But that also hinders the amount of sales and businesses that companies receive at this time. The government has not begun to expose the privacy of companies but they have made the decision to completely stop the production of an abundance of companies. In conclusion, at times where the world is not going through a global crisis, the Mind Your Own Business Act would help ensure the privacy of consumers. Companies would have to allow them their right to deny access to their data, and the government would not have access over that either. All data that would be used without the permission of consumers would be held as a crime, and company owners would have to face serious legal consequences for their actions.